Welcome to the Below the Line podcast. My name is David Duggan, and I'm one of the members of a team made up of experts from the worlds of business, elite sport, adventure, and health and well-being. We are coaches, mentors, and advisors to some of the world's biggest companies and organizations, as well as smaller businesses, entrepreneurs, and people looking to make their mark on the world. Whether it's leadership, business, coaching, health, or just life in general, we're really talking about performance. Our ability to show up as brilliantly as possible into all of these situations for ourselves and those around us. Each week, I sit down with a member of our team to discuss a performance-related topic connected to their area of expertise. We keep it short and sweet so that you can extract all the good stuff and get on with the rest of your day, and hopefully put some of our knowledge, experience and expertise into play for yourself. As we move into the autumn here in Ireland, it seems that we are on the cusp of yet another fork in the road on the COVID-19 journey. With this in mind, I asked my colleague Dave Gribben to give me his thoughts on where businesses and leaders are at right now and what he sees as being some of the key traits and characteristics they're going to need as they navigate their way to this next phase. Please subscribe at www.belowtheline.ie where you can stay up to date with our podcast as well as exclusive online events and sessions, including our latest story coaching program, which kicks off virtually on Monday, the 15th of November. Find out more by visiting www.belowtheline.ie forward slash story. Thanks for listening and see you next week. are not so much coming back to normal but there's we're coming out of one kind of phase of covid if you like and we're we're potentially going into another what are you seeing out there you know that in terms of where a business is at right now yeah it's 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 it is really interesting and even that word you know back you know going back to something it is being used and it's been constantly corrected then as well which is you know we're actually going forward to something you know we're moving you know, forward into our offices again or into a new phase of uh, our business again or whatever it might be. Right now, most business, I'll, I'll, I'll slightly generalize here. Um, maybe as a backdrop, my experience of the portfolio of, of, of businesses I'm dealing with is whilst some of them um, had a very difficult time at the start of COVID, uh, all of them, thankfully, um, pretty much all of them, you know, got on their feet, found their new feet, if you like, um, which meant that, you know, they had maybe slightly trimmed down businesses or they evolved their businesses into some new activities and rebuilt them in new ways. And then some businesses weren't impacted that much at all. And then a few businesses got what has been called the COVID banks, you know, so they got a real benefit from COVID and they were, a, a, you know, a smaller group than the rest, I guess. Right. And then I'd say from that time of finding their feet um, to probably the start of this summer, in my experience, sort of mid to end of June, they've been busily doing well uh, in, in general, um, but probably fading in the sense of just tiredness and the grind of the lockdowns and the relentlessness of what people have been in. And whilst it hasn't all been bad, it's still been relentless, you know, so sitting in the proverbial, you know, I call it the proverbial box bedroom, um, a day in, day out, on calls, day in, day out, and doing well, um, there was a sense of people wanting to really draw breath over the last uh, couple of months. So 
in my experience, the last few months, quite a few people have stopped, you know, for the most part, um, uh, drawn breath, uh, stepped away, um, traveled, whatever that might be, and given themselves uh, a chance just to breathe. And I think in the expectation that what's ahead from September on, it, the sense of, you know, schools coming back, businesses, you know, coming back into offices um, on a staggered basis or on some form of basis is beginning to happen, not in all my clients, but in many of them. Um, so there is this sense that we're going to move into a new phase um, and that's exciting. And people are sort of bracing themselves for it and getting ready for it. So there's a lot of preparing going on around, you know, reconnecting people, uh, setting up uh, safe events where they can bring their people together and build that reconnection. And so a lot of that going on. And I think, yeah, so that, that that's what I'd say about the businesses. And generally, the mood is very positive, you know. So generally, I'm, I've got businesses in, you know, retail, utilities, tech, pharma, pretty much you name it. And they're all pretty optimistic in a business sense about the future. Um, whilst there are new risks and there are new challenges, there are also new opportunities um, there. So in general, I'd say people are quite positive and, and positive also that we are moving into a living with COVID sort of context. And I say that in a very much European context. In my, I have some clients in the US, Asia, and even in Australia, and it, it's a bit more mixed there. I mean, the, the US is sort of, has, has sort of gone in and out of different phases, so it's a bit mixed. You go down to the, you know, the opposite side of the planet, and it it's, feels like it, we, where we were in January, to be honest. Um, and Asia is a little bit in between, but Europe seems to be in a, anyone I'm dealing with in Europe seems to be in a pretty positive place. Yeah, so so yeah, so they're they're looking forward in 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 positive anticipation as to what lies ahead, and 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 knowing that there'll be lots of new things in that as there has been in the last eighteen months. Um, so that that's where people are at. Yeah, and you've probably touched on this already a little bit. You mentioned people drawing breath and kind of pulling back in anticipation of September, but where in general do you see leaders being at right now? Yeah, I think leaders, I think that nearly put them into two buckets, which is overly simplistic. But for the sake of the conversation, I'll keep it, you know, just it's, it's, an, it's my way of sort of understanding it. There are those that want to and I'll, I'll, I'll use this word, want to go back to the way it was. So let's get everyone back in the office and doing things the way we used to do them. And it's bringing up lots of stuff for people like, for example, Sometimes that's, in my humble view, the right thing to do. Um, one of our clients, as you know, David, have a phrase called clarity is kindness. And I sort of like that idea. Um, and I think that's generally good guidance, which whatever you're going to do, whether it's going to work or not, make it clear. So I think that's, to be fair, the guidance I'm giving. And to be fair to most leaders, that is their nature anyway. Let's make whatever we're going to do clear to our people. And if they don't like it we'll work with that in you know whatever way that works or indeed the the people themselves will so book you know bucket number one if you like is people wanting to go back to the way it was and as i say i don't 
I don't generally hold a strong view on that one way or another. Specifically, when I look into certain businesses, it is looks like the absolute right thing to do, uh, both because of the nature of the business, the cultural nature of the business as well. And in terms of, you know, the going forward in terms of retaining um, and attracting the best people, it looks like the right thing to do. And then there are others that are definitely going into the much more hybrid model and saying things will never be the same as they were before. I think this is the majority um, and they're holding that view. Things will never be the same as they were. Um, generally, that's a good thing. But the word of uh, not sort of caution, but where they're cautioning themselves in some ways is I don't know what I don't know here. So I sort of think I know what the first thing is, which is we might bring you know, our people back on a staggered basis. Um, but we're not entirely sure how that's going to work. And I think my, my expectation is that there will be lots of little things in that that will be really big insights and discoveries, you know, in terms of how do you run a meeting when you've got two thirds of the people on site in the meeting room and one third of the people dialed in. And the subtleties and the energy and the, the casual conversation at the start and the casual conversation at the end and all of that type of stuff. So there's all and that's just one of a hundred different things that will become issues and uh, not necessarily negative ones, but come issues and be part of the new dynamic. Um, so I think a lot of leaders are cautioning themselves not to be too definitive about what they see happening, because in truth, nobody's been here before. So, um, yeah, so light on their feet, agile, without getting too cliched about it. I know it is the buzz, one of the buzzwords right now is we need to be agile within ourselves, agile in our leadership, agile in our organizations. <clears throat> I think, yeah, it, it's I think it's the for leaders, it's the personal agility. It's just not getting too fixed and fixed on things when there are still so many unknowns. Um, and you can look at that both ways. So I can look at that as a threat or an opportunity. Personally, I see it as an opportunity. Some will see it as a threat um, to, you know, efficient business operations. But um, yeah, that's that's where leaders are at. And I think the other question leaders are asking themselves is, what is this new context asking of me as a leader? And I think the question is more important than the answer at this stage. You could have any amount of answers to that. And I think in the next couple of months, leaders will be reflecting and saying, this situation is asking me to be whatever that might be. I mean, one that comes to mind is, I think it's going to ask leaders to be even more empathetic, to be really tuned in to where your people are at, because there is a, I was reading a McKinsey report sometime in the, this year, I can't quite recall when, where they talked about this concept that there will be a quite a shift in uh, the workforce when we come out of COVID. A lot of people will have done a lot of reflecting, thinking about their work and where they work and how their employer has dealt with the situation. And there'll be a big shift. There'll be a lot of people moving around organizations. And I'm already beginning to see that, um, where people are now making their career choice and saying, well, look, I was thinking about leaving here and now I am going to or, or whatever and I think you, you, there's a bit of that bubbling up as well so I think we're in for a I think we're in for a quite a change in 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 lots of ways over the next three six nine months um 
in 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 lots of in lot in lots of perspectives culturally the way we work where people work movement of workforces all those type of things are all going to become a little more pronounced over the next uh, next while yeah definitely which are all going to present new challenges for leaders the phrase that just jumped out at me there as you were talking was personally agile um so organizations you're right organizations have to be agile but i think it's one of the mantras i i got from you was you know businesses don't perform people do or the people in them perform so this idea of organizational agility is really predicated on leaders in particular being personally agile so you know would you have any guidance based on again your role as a, a kind of a coach and a, and a mentor in, in in organizations big and small around this idea of personal agility yeah well oh, i have i've lots of thoughts i think you know you've we've talked before about fixed and growth mindset but i think you know leaders with a growth mindset are going to find and um, with a strong growth mindset are going to find um at these times you know um they're, they're going to bask in them to be honest uh because there's going to be so many there are so many things shifting and changing there are so many possibilities for how things can be there's so many opportunities to you know to uh to get things exactly the way we want them to be so if you like everything is in potentially in a bit of flux and there are far less fixes fixed assumptions around than there were so that's an opportunity to actually you know continually you know shape strategy exactly the way you want shape structure the way you want shape culture the way you want and you know i think i think you know my advice to leaders is is to is to see it that way because it you know it's just a way of framing the context we're in some will come to that very easily others will come to it less easily um, but I think any decent leader will have to come to it in, 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 to some degree in that way, or they will find the situation that we're in and possibly have found, excuse me, found this already uh, to be too much of a stress and um, where they, you know, for example, that early example I gave you of people coming back into the workforce saying, now we want it back to the way it was, where I can see everybody and we can control everything and have everything, you know, uh, just the way it was for sometimes in that example for no other reason than that's what made me feel safe um but actually i think a lot of those leaders are going to find the next six to nine months very very stressful because the actual world has changed and that may not be the answer now it may be but not for those reasons um so i think the personal agility is to see this as an opportunity to evolve um and to see it as an opportunity to personally evolve um my guidance generally is, you know, whatever is fixed, call it fixed. So whatever, whatever we can make clear and fixed, call it so. But I think that will be very few things. Um, and like, for example, what we can call clear and fixed is we're all in this business together. You know, we can achieve great things. We don't know what all those things are yet. There are so many moving parts. You know, we are all committed to each other. We are committed to delivering, you know, a strategy that's going in a particular direction. But we also have to be committed to the idea that we're going to have to sometimes bob and weave and change decisions and find new ways and innovate and all of those things to get there. And that's the way the world is going to be. And that's going to be the fun of it. And I think if people, if, if leaders set that context, which many are doing, to be fair, if they set that context and embody it themselves, not just in terms of what they say, but how they're living and how they're showing up, 
then people will follow it. So sometimes leaders sabotage themselves accidentally where they will talk about agility, but they don't look agile. You know, they, they don't look like they're adapting. They don't look like they're changing. They don't sound like they've changed. And, and sometimes they, they don't, they're not even aware of that. So leaders have to embody that, uh, if you like. Um, I hold the view that, you know, we are heading into a renaissance. I think we're heading into a renaissance where there is a genuine awakening around uh, climate change. I think, you know, hopefully it's not too late, but there's definitely an awakening. There's an awakening around managing our own health and well-being because we realize that actually our greatest defense against, you know, lots of potential diseases is not just vaccines, but our own immune system. Um, and, you know, all there's a lot of big awakening going on. And now if you're a, a cynic, you might say, yeah, but there are, you know, lots of problems. And I, I, I get that too. But I, I hold the view that, you know, what's ahead of us is potentially a a renaissance in lots of ways and um it's for us to embrace it and our businesses and our people are the people are, are the you know are, are are there to benefit from that and and indeed make it happen um so yeah i just think leaders have to have that sort of very growth positive agile mindset and way of being and i think that's what people are looking for to be honest even if it is challenging that's what people are looking for but to me it comes down to the subtlest of things it's not about big speeches and big strategies. It's sometimes people are watching the smallest things. You know, does Dave look like he's agile? Does he look like he's coping well? Does he look like he's thriving? Does, do, I, do I sense that from him? And if I do, gosh, I'd follow that. You know, and that could be Dave or Miriam or anybody for that matter. So it's, it's, it, it boils down to that in my view. And last question then, which I think is the most challenging thing you've raised really is the showing up with agility. What does that kind of look like to you in kind of in, in practical terms or, or in real terms, if you like? Well, I think the traits, I look, there's so much written about leadership and there's, you know, this is very much a personal point of view because, you know, others, if you ask 10 people that question, you'll definitely get 10 different answers. And I probably wouldn't argue with any of them. Um you know, but I think, uh, you know, in my, you know, in my view, I think people are looking for leaders who are hopeful, who are hopeful about the future, who can see what there is to hope for, um, both uh, in, in, in the world we're in, in the business world we're in, in the personal world we're in. So they want that. They want people who are, you know, if you like showing the way and how we live that um, in terms of how they manage their energy uh treat people with care and humanity i think that's going to become and I, I even though it's been a very topical subject for many years now it's going to become even more so so you know what do we really care about i think it's going to become a much bigger issue um not just humanity but you take the wider humanity piece and can talk about you know the the, the world itself and global warming and all sorts of things so i think those type of things will matter a lot i think people want to be around optimistic people they want to be around empathetic, highly empathetic people. I think they want to be around people who are courageous and who are um, for something and who are ambitious and going for something. So I think a lot of the time people are in companies that are very, they feel they're very benign. You know, so it's like people want to be part of something, going on a journey to somewhere, be excited by it. And, and in any organization I deal in, that's absolutely possible. 
and in most cases is happening. So it doesn't really matter what the industry is. All of that can be embraced. So I think, you know, those sort of traits are what, you know, what we, you know, I would be encouraging people to embrace. But sometimes the challenge with that is it's not in them. So there's something underlying that that makes it hard for that to actually come through. And that has nothing then to do with anybody else except themselves. And that's where sometimes a bit of just working on themselves can can help a lot because, you know, everyone's an individual and the last couple of years have been tough and they've paid, they've played uh, on people in different ways because we've all been in our own unique circumstance, notwithstanding the fact that we're all in it together. We're actually, we are and we're not, you know, we're we're actually all in our own individual piece uh, trying to, to manage it. So that applies to the leaders, you know, their leader, when you think of, you know, somebody at an apex of an organization or a team. But um, yeah, so it's, it's a big ask for some. And for others, they absolutely have the energy for it and they're wildly excited about it and they're already at it. And um, yeah, and I think for the most part, those people are people who work on it. Yeah, I, I, I suppose the thing I'm picking up from you, and it's a big theme in our work, We, as you know, and below the line is this idea of consciousness. So, you know, to be able to live this kind of stuff, you've got to check in with yourself and say, well, how am I with things like change and how really how how attached am I to the way things were or or possibility of not knowing or that type of stuff. So it sounds to me like it does a there's a, a consciousness check there that pretend some leaders may need to do on themselves or with themselves to kind of make sure that they're going to be able to lean into um, great rigidity in themselves first and then their their organization or their team or whatever it might be. Yeah, I think, look, I think in, I would say by Christmas, you know, I'd love to hear and I will hear a lot of leaders on what has the last three months or the last 12 months for that matter asked, asked of me and how is that any different than 24 months ago? I just love to, I'm looking forward to just, you know, hearing what that is all about um, because in some ways, and yeah, so that, that'll be interesting. And I, I, I'm speculating with my own answer, but time will tell. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, fantastic, Dave. That was great. Thanks a million. No problem, thanks Dave.